Let the cash flow. The book is out now.、Uh, the publisher, Marshall Cavendish. Check Amazon and your favorite bookstore for your copy. Let the cash flow is all about exactly what it says on the cover: helping you maintain, increase your cash flows, and ensuring that you are first in line to get paid and you are going to survive. Any downturn. Simon Littlewood, the co-author, is here with me. We're going to pour over another graphic that you will find in the book. It's a little bit、uh, shark's fin shaped.、Uh, you'll find this. It's called Figure 1.8. And Simon, the title says, "Sales time used for addressing customer receivables issues." Now, before we get into this chart, why should the sales folks, your sales force, actually be involved? In addressing customer receivables, well,、issues. in most B two B businesses, it's the salesman that has the relationship with the customer, and when an issue comes up with an invoice, they need to be involved sooner or later. And the reality is, if you're going to take action on receivables, the salesman is going to need to be involved. It's probable if you've got overdue receivables or your receivables are increasing, that he is periodically already ambushed by the customer on occasion by. Paperwork and billing and other issues that have gone wrong. So when you measure how sales time is used in most companies, you'll find that already a certain level of time is spent dealing with receivables issues. And salesmen hate this because it interferes with their ability to build a good relationship and to grow their relationship. Well, after all, they want to sell. That's what salespeople do. They don't want to. They want to look forward to the next sale, not look back at the previous one. So, in so for a number of reasons, it's important to understand that if you go through the improvements that we strongly advocate in this book, let the cash flow. In the course of time, the salesman will spend much less time dealing with receivables issues with the customer, which means he can spend more time not just with that customer but potentially with other customers. And this improvement is measurable, using that time to sell more. But, and that's the shark's fin, right? Says that because you currently have an issue with your receivables, which you're trying to address, in the near term, you'll all have to organise yourselves to go into these customers, particularly large accounts, and sort out. The issues that are currently preventing late payment, which means a near-term investment of extra time, but with the prospect that in the longer term, the medium to long term, the salesman will spend far less time being ambushed by the customer on receivables issues because you're going to find out what it is that's causing the customer to pay you late, and you're going to put it right. Right. And so, looking back at the shark's fin, that's where on the right-hand side of the scale, where it says future. That's why you're spending much less time, because presumably by then you've got it all sorted out. You've figured out what the major sticking points to pay. Yes,、are. I mean there are always issues that are going to come up in the course of time, but one of the reasons why this slide is in the book is because your sales force need to be forearmed, forewarned that if you're going to have a go at improving receivables, very quickly you'll likely discover discover a whole load of. Unaddressed issues. This is just a fact of life. Whether whether they're semi-bogus expectations, like mysteriously lost documentation, or semi-deliberate misunderstandings, or whatever <laughs> it is, whatever aspect of the payables procurement process that you haven't properly understood, it's likely to come up. And when you start to get closer to the issues that are preventing payment, the salesman will need to be involved in that discussion. And It helps him in the long term to actually understand what's going wrong, so that he can contribute to not just dealing with specific invoice issues, but, and this is really important, 
taking that knowledge that you gain from issues which keep preventing you from collecting, and the same issues occur over and over again if you analyze them, um, and causing those issues to vanish by addressing the root cause, the, the origin, the mistake, the thing you're not doing or that you're doing wrong. And once that's gone away, the salesman continues to go in and have a little report with the customer. He says, how's receivables? I see it's much better. That's really wonderful. We're very glad to have been able to add to the value of our relationship by eliminating some of the problems that you've been having. So part of this is to coach the salesman into understanding that the receivables discussion is not an ugly adversarial one, which he probably thinks it is now. Because mm. now when he has it, it's because he's been ambushed either by the customer or because the finance director has said, you need to sort out this account. And he's gone in there to talk about a topic he doesn't really understand, probably, to deal with an issue that he's very uncomfortable with. But in the future, not only will he understand it, he will be able to go in there and report in a, in a satisfactory way that things have much improved and that he's very glad to have been of service to the customer and to have made things much simpler. And what this will do is it will actually build his credibility with his key customers so that in the future he can have a different kind of discussion about payment and payment terms. Yeah? Yes, but well, the, the language you're using here in these examples is all very congenial. Uh, but you know, when we talk about short-term pain, long-term gain, a lot of salespeople might very well well, it's just too hard to have these conversations. As askew as this relationship is, at least I know that there is something wrong, but at least it's, it's definable. I, yeah. uh, how do you overcome that fear of change? Well, I mean, you know, one of the things obviously we talk about um, in the book and, and, and look at the Rearbu website is the need to coach your salespeople. If they've really been at some distance from receivables issues historically, and your culture is that mainly they focus on getting more business and that you incentivize them perhaps and give them a bonus for getting business, yes, they are likely to be slightly uncomfortable if you start getting them engaged in receivables. But make no mistake, unless you do get them engaged, that increase in receivables that we've talked about will go on occurring. You cannot deal with receivables on a sustainable basis unless your relationship owner, call him the saleswoman in this particular case, uh, has a grasp of A, why working capital matters, and B, specifically what he needs to do to help address the causes of late payment. And the good news is that over and over again, where salesmen have been coached on this and understood it, they will discover that they've got a new set of skills that enable them to have a different and deeper discussion with the customer, show, more, show an understanding of customer issues, because this is a frustration for the customer as well. Going, going round and round on a particular issue, an administrative issue, is, 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 is no picnic for the customer. It, it, it takes some time, costs some money. Mm. And he, frustration. And frustration. And he will learn that he's actually appreciated. He will learn that his, in future, when everything's settled down and he's dealt with the main issues, he'll go in there and he's got one hour with the customer and he'll only spend five minutes talking about receivables because he'll be able to say, I'm very glad we got past all that difficulty. We were able to resolve X, Y, and Z. Do let me know if there are any other issues. I'm pleased to see that the account has settled down. And generally, that's a very congenial discussion from both sides. But yes, since you raised the point, this is a civil discussion. It's not an adversarial discussion. It's not a, why, why haven't you paid? It's, <laughs> what can I do to ensure that any issues that you have are smoothed out? That's, that's his role. Yes and perhaps go into the conversation, maybe painting that vision that, uh, you know, I'm, I really don't want to chase you for payment, you don't want to be chased for payment, 
I don't want to have to come back to you three times because there's some problem with the invoice. You don't want to have to deal with that. Imagine if we could solve all that. Is that the sort of conversation you'd have at yes, the beginning I, of this? I, I don't know that I'd even go that far. I mean, at the end of the day, I would just go in there in a, a spirit of inquiry. How can I be of service? How can I help you? I, I'm being told that we've got these issues because remember, you're armed with information that your receivables team, possibly in finance, possibly in supply chain, have come up with. Let's let's talk about why these things are happening and what I can do to help you. Yeah, so it's it's solicitous in that way. Yeah, um, and there is a little bit of um, cunning here because the assumption here is that sometimes customers don't mind finding reasons to pay you late. Let's put it that way. But most human beings are honest, and if there aren't any reasons, they will pay you. You know, um, it's like. So if you ask that question, what can I do to be of extra service, if the answer is, oh, nothing, everything's cool. Yes, but you go there armed with a whole series of, you say, well, there's apparently this issue and that issue. So you go in there with specific data on what's going wrong, how many invoices are affected by it, and with the question, what can I do? So, so, the, the, so it's a detailed question. And uh, when you first start to do this, one of the things that's sometimes important is to maybe take your finance person into that relationship with you and get your contact to introduce their finance person as well. So you can have the, the balance discussion, the sales and the technical discussion at the same time. If you recall in the book, one of our case studies is, is of a, an individual who led a startup company in a very dynamic and successful way. And he went in and took his salesman in and anyone else he had to take in to sit down and understand what the technical causes of late payment were. So uh, the important thing here though, and this is a big, a big discussion. The whole issue of how you engage commercial people who may not be very comfortable with receivables discussions in that um, is an important discussion because you won't succeed without their support because it requires that you coach them, not just in the concepts of working capital. Because, you know, what I've sold it and I know I'm going to get paid eventually. So, so why does it matter whether it's today or next Tuesday? Well, the answer <laughs> is it does, right? Yes. Uh, and, but Otherwise you may, won't have a job. <laughs> that may not be understood. It seriously may not be understood because it's never come up before. Yeah. And then once that's understood, there's the discomfort at having to have a discussion using terms that maybe I'm not comfortable with, that I've never heard before. And there needs to be role play and coaching around those discussions where you internally work through what the customer's likely to say, how you deal with it, and so on and so forth. And once, once you've got a couple of your salespeople, perhaps luminaries, the ones that are the sharpest and the keenest, to get on top of this, they come back and they say, you know what works? I did this, I said that, and you share it within mm. the team and all of a sudden it's catching light because other people are learning it. At the end of it, I'm a salesman and I've acquired a whole new set of skills. Yes. Uh, I understand much broadly how the business works and I'm able to deal with a much wider range of issues. Do you know what? I like that. Yeah. And I think you will like it. Uh, look out for the shark's fin-like uh, graphic uh, in the book. Let the cash flow. It's one of almost a hundred illustrations that will help you get your head around how to get your customers to settle their invoices um, and to keep it that way so that you don't constantly lose sleep over how you're going to be first in line to get paid. The book, Let the Cash Flow, publisher Marshall Cavendish. Look out for it on Amazon or at your favorite bookstore. The book is the how-to guide and you can put all of this into action at the riabu.com portal.